This is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. It's emerged that former tennis champion Bob Hewitt's two rape accusers discussed whether they had a criminal case against him before the trial if penetration hadn't occurred. In March, the Pretoria High Court found 75-year-old Hewitt guilty of raping Teresa Tolkien and Sue Ellen Sheehan in their 1980s and of sexually assaulting another girl in the 90s. Jermaine Grecher reports. In correspondence in SABC News's possession, Tolkien and Sheehan discussed the definition of rape almost three years before Hewitt's trial. SABC News also has evidence showing Tolkien, Sheehan and the third accuser discussed aspects of their case, despite denying that in court. In terms of the old Sexual Offences Act, under which Hewitt was convicted and sentenced, penal penetration constituted rape. Any other sexual abuse was defined as indecent assault with a 20-year statute of limitation. In the correspondence, one woman repeatedly asked whether any other type of penetration would constitute rape. The other woman says that if penile penetration did not occur, there would be no backlash in South Africa. One unidentified person has sustained fatal burn wounds in a shack fire on the Cape Flats overnight. A spokesperson for the city of Cape Town, Liesl Moody, says about 30 wood and iron structures caught alight in the Philippi area early this morning. Just after one this morning, the city's fire and rescue services responded to Marcus Garvey on Icehaven Road in Philippi, where there were 22 city wooden iron structures that were destroyed by fire, plus minus 60 persons displaced, and there was one fatality. The sex, unfortunately, of that person is unknown. Uh, we had about 30 firefighters in attendance, and it took them plus minus two hours to extinguish the fire. The World Bank says economic recovery in South Africa is likely to be muted and will have an impact on neighboring countries. It says in a report South Africa's battling weak commodity prices, policy uncertainty and strikes, which all weigh on economic growth. Katrina Purefield is with the World Bank office in South Africa. Clearly, countries like Lesotho and Swaziland are extremely dependent on SACU transfers as are Namibia and Botswana. In Lesotho and Swaziland, for example, SACU transfers account for almost half of their government spending. And we're anticipating, as was shown in and the budget for South Africa in February, that there will be a 30% drop in SACU transfers going to these countries in the coming year. And as a result, these uh, budgets will come under significant pressure in these countries. And it may be the case as well that they sh- suffer a double shot because trade with South Africa will also fall because the economy in South Africa is falling. The organizing committee of the Olympics and Paralympics to be held in Rio de Janeiro next year is to make budget cuts of up to 30%. The director of communication, Mario Andrada, says Brazil is going through a deep economic crisis and people expect the Olympic Committee to tighten its belt. Why Davis reports. The cuts, which will save hundreds of thousands of dollars, are designed to keep the committee within its $3.6 billion budget. The situation is so critical that staff have been told not to print anything that can be read or sent online, and promotional videos will now be made in-house. But Rio has to go even further. The online lottery for tickets will now be abandoned, and the tickets will go on direct, open sale. There will be noticeably fewer structures and behind-the-scenes facilities at Olympic events, and the number of volunteers being sought by Rio 2016 is to be cut by at least 10,000. A look at your financial indicators now. The rand is trading at 13 rand 56 to the US dollar, 20 rand 54 to the pound sterling and 15 rand 16 to the euro. Gold is trading at $1,137 an ounce and the price of Brent crude oil is at $49.38 a barrel. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.